Hey there, my whizzes, and welcome to episode 128 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. In today's show, I'm revisiting a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Is wholesale dead? Is direct-to-consumer the future for 2022? And is it cheaper, faster, and easier to sell your product direct-to-consumer and keep all those margins for yourself? We are going to talk about it on today's quick episode. Let's get right into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. All right, my whizzes, here we are in mid-January and we are cruising into 2022. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you may have noticed a few small changes that we have rolled out in this new year. So first, we've got a new podcast cover image. It's now this like light purplish pink color with our blue logo. So keep your eyes peeled for that in your podcast players. And then we've also updated our intro and our outro here to better reflect the nature of this podcast. It felt really great to do a refresh for the start of 2022. And it corresponded with this big brand overhaul that we rolled out last week. I talked about it a little bit on last week's podcast episode, but we've got brand new visual identity. We've got a totally brand new website, a whole new course platform and content for our retail ready students. It looks, it looks good. <laughs> and I am so proud of it. Oh, these were big projects that were on my shoulders. And I have to say, I'm really happy that they have come to fruition. So if you want to take a peek, if you want to see all of our updated materials, check out the show notes. I'm going to link everything directly, or of course, directly at foodbizwiz.com. So on to today's episode, let's talk about wholesale and whether or not it is dying off as we move into 2022. So first, what categorizes as wholesale? It is a pretty simple question, yet there seems to be a fair amount of confusion around this, even from my retail ready students who have been in business for years and years and years. Wholesale is when you sell your product to another business and they, in turn, resell it to the end consumer at a higher price point. It's that simple. So examples of this could be that you sell your hot sauce to a grocery store for, say, $6, and they put a 40% margin on it, and they sell it to shoppers for $10. Or you could sell your protein bar to a gym for $2, let's say, and they sell it at $3.49, putting a 43% margin on it. So you get the picture. You sell to an account, they put their own margin on it, and they sell it to the end consumer, that person who's going to use or eat or like interact with your product. Some of the confusion comes up when it's not as clear cut as a grocery store or a gym or a boutique, right? So let me clear this up for you guys. Food service, when you sell your product to an account that then uses it in their prepared foods or on their menu is still wholesale. 
This might look like selling your pickled onions to a bar who then uses it in cocktails. Or maybe you sell your mortadella to a sandwich shop who uses uses it in their specialty sandwich. Or maybe you're selling your popcorn, kernels or popped either way, in bulk to a sporting venue or to a kid's play center. I mean, that is all wholesale. In these examples, they may or may not call out your brand name on their menu or as they advertise. They may just be using your ingredient or your product as a nameless supplier, but all of that is still wholesale. So speaking of ingredients, it is still wholesale when you sell your product to another producer who uses your ingredient in their product. So say, for example, that you produce maple syrup. We've got a few maple syrup producers inside of Retail Ready, and that you sell your syrup to a local barbecue sauce producer who uses it as their secret ingredient in their delicious condiment line. You are selling to them in bulk, likely, and at a wholesale price, at a discount. They then make their sauces and they sell them through their own wholesale accounts. All of this is still wholesale. And then finally, the last area of confusion is with e-commerce. Most e-commerce for grocery is still wholesale, with the exception of direct-to-consumer on your own website, right, or a few other platforms, most notably Amazon. Most e-commerce in our industry is still wholesale because that is how consumers are buying groceries online. They're mimicking that in-person experience of building one shopping cart and checking out in one fell swoop. So sites like Thrive Market, Good Eggs, Gold Belly, these are all wholesale. You are convincing a real buyer, a real category manager, a real person on the other end of these websites to carry your product for their digital shelves. You are then selling your product to those sites at wholesale cost, and they are reselling to the end consumer. All right. So we hopefully now are on the same page about what wholesale is and what it isn't. So the big question Is wholesale dying in 2022 as we turn more online? And should I, as a producer, just be selling my product direct to consumer because it's cheaper, easier, and faster? Let's take a super quick break, and I'm going to be back in a moment to talk it out. If you're a packaged food, beverage, or taxable grocery brand who loves the Food Biz Whiz podcast, you've got to take the leap and join us inside of Retail Ready with our January cohort. We want you to do this before we increase our price by $500 at the end of day on January 18th. It is time to join our course coaching and community. We have just completely updated and overhauled all of the resources inside of Retail Ready to make them even more action-oriented and even more impactful. Food founders are finding wholesale success even faster with these upgrades, and I'm so proud. We are now in January when wholesale buyers are considering new products for their shelves again. It's time to brush up your wholesale strategy and your pitch and join us inside of Retail Ready. We're going to send you straight to the enrollment page in today's show notes. So click through, read the FAQ section to determine whether or not you're the right fit and join us before we raise our price on January 18th. If you've got questions, I'm just an email or DM away. All right, time to think through this important question for 2022. 
is wholesale dyeing. As a brand, should you be pursuing wholesale channels or should you just be going direct to consumer? Which again, I hear a lot that it's cheaper, that it's faster, that it's easier. Long story short, it depends. It depends on your product and your category, your target audience, and your sales strategy. Let's dive in. Like I said at the beginning, early stage food founders typically come to me thinking that it's easier to go direct to consumer. And while I do think that there are huge benefits to connecting directly with your end users, I also think that we have to look at the big picture and think through a few things. The first thing that's really important to ask yourself is where is it that your target audience currently looks for and purchases similar products to yours? Let's say, for example, that you are an ice cream company and you are convinced that you are going to sell direct to consumer. All right, that's great. We actually have several very successful ice cream brands in Retail Ready that are killing it direct to consumer, but you've got to think this through. Is your audience currently buying ice cream direct to consumer? Likely, your audience is buying in grocery stores, given that you've got a frozen product. They are likely putting it in their shopping basket along with their other weekly groceries or as an impulse buy every now and then. I mean, I know personally, I'll just tell you this. I buy ice cream only when the line is so long at my local store that it literally wraps through the freezer section and I'm standing there in front of the ice cream as I wait in line to check out. If I'm waiting in line and standing in front of that freezer door, then I'll grab the ice cream. It takes a lot of time and money and strategy to change how consumers behave, where they shop, which brands they're loyal to, and how they use their products in their day-to-day. The fastest and the easiest way that you can get your ideal target audience to interact, to buy your product, is to put it directly in front of them where they already are. So I would ask you, where is your audience currently experienced the problem that you solve for them? And how can you put your product in that channel? Most often we see brands use an omni-channel strategy here, pursuing wholesale accounts who already have shoppers or consumers coming through their door, right? They're doing the marketing for you, whether that's in brick and mortar stores, restaurants, event spaces, clubs, music venues, bars, on and on and on, right? And then they sprinkle in some direct-to-consumer sales to supplement things. So as you think about your direct-to-consumer strategy, you start to address a whole other set of questions. You want to think through things like, how are you going to get in front of them (laughs) so they can buy direct from you? What marketing skills do you need in order to do so? Where is your audience getting their information? Which online channels are they scrolling? Who do they follow and who do they trust? Who do they or do they not open emails from? (laughs) How do they engage with brands direct to consumer already? And how can you do that? So using this example of ice cream, the biggest question would be, why would those consumers Why would they go out of their way to buy your ice cream directly from you instead of at the grocery store where they have been purchasing ice cream for the past 20 years? 
What makes your product so different from what they currently and very conveniently get on their local retail shelf? How are you going to convey this difference to them? Do you have the digital marketing skills to do so? Or if you are doing in-person, do you have the physical and (laughs) mental bandwidth to do farmer's markets and in-person events as you sell direct to consumer? And again, the answer is that you might have all of these. You might have the skills, the knowledge, the uh, financial bandwidth, the marketing budgets to do these things. Many brands do, but you've got to think through all of this before you jump in, jump to the conclusion that all it takes is putting up a website and assuming your direct to consumer sales will start rolling in. So is it cheaper, faster, and easier to sell direct to consumer? No, it's not. Is it cheaper, faster, and easier to sell wholesale? Well, that's challenging too. Our food industry is a tough one. I am not going to sugarcoat it here. It's a tough one. Every channel that you pursue requires a strategy and an understanding of how you're going to get your products in front of that consumer and an understanding of why they're going to pick your product instead of the other brand on the shelf, be that a physical shelf or a digital shelf. Do I think that wholesale is going anywhere? No, not at all. Do I think that direct-to-consumer is killing wholesale, dying, making wholesale die off? No, I don't believe that either. While I think that direct-to-consumer is great for some brands, I believe that an omni-channel strategy is the most stable, effective way to grow a brand in 2022. I'm curious your thoughts here too. So come continue the conversation in our Food Biz Wiz Facebook group linked in the show notes. Which channel strategy are you pursuing? What are you going to do more of or cut out in 2022? Let's talk about it. And remember, if you are looking for support around wholesale, Retail Ready, our course, our coaching, and our community is the place to get it. We raise our price by $500 to our 2022 pricing at the end of the day on Tuesday, January 18th. So if you are looking to join us at our lowest price that you will ever find, now is the time. I'll link the enrollment page directly in the show notes here. So no sales calls, no watching the educational masterclass. I've got the direct link to the sales page for you. Skip the line, grab our 2021 pricing and save $500. And let's get you in there before our our price increase on Tuesday, January 18th. All right, that is it for this week. I will see you right back here next week and in our Food Biz Wiz Facebook group linked in the show notes before then. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.